Jerry. The light. But the light must have blown out. Or someone pulled the master switch. And in that case, the murderer is still in the house. Mr. and Mrs. North. Transcribed, starring Richard Denning and Barbara Britton. Listen as Pam and Jerry solve the mystery, Deadly Innocent. Jarvis home in Manhattan's East 60s is little different from its expensive and fashionable neighbors, outwardly. But inside, behind the heavy, ornate door, there is a difference. It can't be seen or touched or accurately defined, but it's there, making Evelyn Jarvis a stranger in her own home. I'd like to sit up for a little while. Yes, ma'am. I'll fix your chair. Uh, pull the chairs too, Edna. Yes, ma'am. Has Mr. Jarvis telephoned? Uh, no, ma'am. Well, did he say whether or not he'd be home for dinner? No, not for me, he didn't. Oh. Are my nephew and niece dining at home? Well, Mr. Phillips is. Miss Elizabeth is destined to go out. Let me help you, Mom. Thank you. Let's put your arm around me. And up. Thank you, Edna. Edna? Yes, ma'am? Tomorrow morning, will you move my things up to the second floor guest room? The guest room? I can't stand this ridiculous room any longer. All these ruffles. I can't imagine what Mr. Jarvis was thinking about when he had it redecorated. I wish you'd waited until I came home from the hospital. It was Miss Elizabeth's idea to surprise you, ma'am. And Mr. Jarvis let her do the room the way she wanted. Well, then I'll let her have it. Maybe that's what she was signing on, ma'am. Oh? What do you mean, Edna? Nothing. Edna, I want to know what you meant. All right, ma'am, I'll tell you. I don't like the way she's been acting. And... How has she been acting? Like this was hers and Mr. Jarvis's house, instead of yours and his. <laughs> well, you asked me, and I told you. And if I was you, ma'am, I wouldn't trust you. Hello, huh? May I come in? Oh, you're sitting out. How wonderful. I'll go fix the brother's dinner. Thank you, Edna, dear. Uh, where are you going this evening, Elizabeth? I'm having dinner at the Colonial Club. Do you like my dress? Oh, it's... Very nice. Ralph, uh, Uncle Ralph, uh, help me shop for him. Oh? Uncle Ralph has such wonderful taste. You know, it's hard for me to think of him as, a, as an uncle. I, well, I mean, that, well, that he's your age. Oh, he's older, as a matter of fact. Several years older. Oh, yes, I know. But, but as Ralph, um, Uncle Ralph said the other day, age is as important as how you feel about, about a person and, and things. Oh, Aunt Evelyn, it's wonderful to have you home. Home? Yes. It'll be lonesome here when Philip and you leave next week. Oh, but we're not. Didn't Uncle Ralph tell you? He asked me. Uh, Philip and me, that is, to stay on. The phone? That's probably well. I'll answer it. Hello? Uncle Ralph. 
Oh, well, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Uncle Ralph, but Aunt Evans is asleep. Could I take a message? Yes, uh, tell her I'm tied up at the office and I won't be home till late. All right, Uncle Ralph. Elizabeth. Yes, Aunt Evelyn? Was that Ralph? No, darling, it wasn't anyone. Just the wrong number. And you should see my desk at the office, the work that's piled oh, I was hoping to do some of this home to look, look, couldn't we make it some other evening? Tomorrow, say... No, or... Jerry, we simply have to see Evelyn Seaman. We just saw her the other day in the hospital. Yes, but... Well, I have a feeling something's wrong. Wrong? Well, Evelyn sounded so upset. Look, Jerry, a woman who's going to be an invalid the rest of her life is quite likely to sound that way. I don't mean that. Then what do you mean? I'm not sure, but, but the fact that Evelyn would call this early in the morning makes me think Oh, that... all right, dear. It'll be easier to go than to argue. I'm sorry if I disrupted your plans. Oh, don't worry about it, dear. Since I married you, disrupted plans are the one thing in life that I positively plan on. Darling. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah. Mm. Jillian here. Did you expect it to be otherwise? Huh? Well, I, I don't understand. Where were you last night? What do you think? Where was I? I was working. So hard that you couldn't take a moment to call me. But I did. Didn't Elizabeth give you my message? No. Well, that's strange. I called about six and she said you were asleep. Asleep? That's sick. I wasn't asleep and Elizabeth knew it. But why would she say that if it, if it wasn't true? Are you implying that I'm not telling the truth? No, of course not. Well, Elizabeth says you've invited her to stay on with us, and, and Philip, too, of course. Yes. Why? What do you mean, why? I, I thought you'd like him to stay. He might have asked me. Well, now, look, Ella. They've been with us three months. I think that's quite long enough. Well, say, your niece and nephew, they want them around, and they want all right with me. But I don't think we should show them the door before they have somewhere else to go. I'm sure that's very charitable of you, Ralph, but still, I... Uncle Ralph, telephone. Oh, thank you. I'll come back in before I go to the office, Evelyn. It's your office, Uncle Ralph. Tell them I'll call back, Evelyn. But, uh, Uncle Ralph... And then come into the living room. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Ralph, I don't understand. I did tell Aunt Evelyn. Um, Uncle Ralph. Well? You don't think Aunt Evelyn's illness has, uh, well, uh, affected her mind, do you? Elizabeth. Oh, oh, I don't really think so either, but uh, I was just wondering. Why, the idea is fantastic. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Elizabeth, where's your brother? I don't know, Uncle Ralph. I, I think he went out. Why? I want to talk to him about your stay here. A stay? Uh, well... What about it? I'd rather talk to Philip and you together. Are you sure he went out? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, I'm positive. Well, I may be late again this evening. If you see Philip, tell him I want both of you to wake up for me. All right, Uncle Ralph. 
result from this. Well, Philip, I, I thought you were out. You thought no such thing. You were just instinctively postponing the inevitable. What do you mean? We're getting the booth, Elizabeth, dear. It's what Ralph wants to talk to us about. Together. To show us the door. Oh, well, it's bound to happen sooner or later. What are you doing? Taking the first small step toward getting drunk. You drink too much, Philip. Unquestionably. But it's a rather innocuous life, compared to yours. Mine? Why don't you let Aunt Evelyn talk about yesterday evening? I... Why do you do such things? Why must you lie when there's nothing to be gained by lying? I didn't lie. Oh, I... stop it. I can't understand why you couldn't have left well enough alone. Well, maybe you know where we're going and what we're going to do. But I don't. I'm broke. Flat. As far as I know, so are you. We're not going anywhere. No? No. Ralph isn't going to turn us out. What makes you think he isn't? Because he's in love with me. What? It's true. <laughs> it is. Stop laughing. It's true. He told me. He told you? Yes. When? That's none of your business. But he said... When? Oh. When did he tell you he was in love with you? Oh, you're hurting me. Answer me. He told me the other night, the, the night before I never got home from the hospital. What did he say? He said he loved me and wants to marry me just as soon as he can get rid of that Evelyn. Is this the truth? Yes, please. Let me go. You get mixed up sometimes, Elizabeth. You imagine things. Sometimes you lie without knowing you're lying. Are you sure this isn't one of those times? No, he told me. Mm. I swear. All right. All right, at least. But you should have told me that before. It put everything in a very different light. Bring the bell again, guys. Okay, dear. But it's beginning to look useless. Oh, wait. Is someone? It's about time. Yes. Good evening. We're Mrs. and Mrs. North. Oh, yes. I'm Elizabeth Wells. Oh, you're Evelyn's niece. Yes, and I'm terribly sorry I kept you waiting, but Edna Vett's the maid is out, and Aunt Evelyn asked you to give you a message. A message? But your aunt asked us to come and wait. I know, but she's not feeling well, and she asked me to apologize and tell you she'd telephone you tomorrow. But uh, Aunt Evelyn is terribly sorry. Oh, that's quite all right. But, Jerry... Uh, uh, just uh, tell your aunt that uh, we hope we can see her soon. Thank you, Mr. North. I will. Good night. Uh, but, Miss, we... But... Well... What? Well, don't you think that was strange? Mm, yes, but... Jerry, that girl was lying. Oh, Pam. She was, I'm sure of it. Darling, there's something wrong in that house. Now, look, dear, you... Something very wrong. Get out, Philip. Oh, just a minute, Aunt Evelyn. You... Now, get out, Philip. 
Get out and take your sister with you. But Ralph invited us to stay. And I'm telling you to leave. I don't know quite what this is all about, Arthur. But we're waiting until Ralph gets home. You're not waiting for anything. You and Elizabeth are leaving here. Now, right now. Tonight. <laughs> This is ridiculous. I don't care. Evelyn's niece will just shut the door in our face again. Not this time, she won't. But what if she was telling the truth? She wasn't. Darling, Evelyn sounded so well, urgent on the phone this morning. She just isn't the kind of ask us to come over and then not see us. Well, normally, no, but she's ill now. Well, here we are. Oh, Pam, let's you... Harry, look. What? At the front door of the driver's house is standing open. That's strange. Yes. Come on. I'm coming. Hurry, Jerry. The house is completely dark. Where's Evelyn's bedroom? Do you know? Well, at the end of the hall, I think. Yeah. Let's take a look in there first. Here. This must be it. Yeah. Evelyn! Snap on the light. Oh, this be... Here it is. Exactly the same color. Yellow. Oh, 
Jerry, you're right. Look, the cab, we're following his empty. Oh, he must have lost the other one somewhere. <laughs> Robert, he must have broken into Aunt Evelyn's room and he saw him or heard him and, and he... Can't you drive a little fast, Ryan? But, but, Ralph, what am I going to say when we get back? Say? To the police. About... About us. What are you talking about? You and me and, and Aunt Evelyn. You know how the police are. Even though Aunt Evelyn was killed by a robber, they'll ask a lot of questions. If they find you're in love with me. In love with me? They mustn't find out, Ralph. Not until... Now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean, I'm in love with you? You... You told me you were. What? Oh, not in so many words, no, but... But you didn't have now, to. Now, Elizabeth, you... I knew. I knew all the time. Even before I never went to the hospital. And when you let me redecorate a room and... When you started taking me out and buying me clothes... Elizabeth, I... Elizabeth, you misunderstood us. You... You mean you don't love me? Of course not. It's fantastic. How could you possibly... You do. You do. You love me. You love me and want to marry me. Oh, Elizabeth, this is ridiculous. And you are going to marry me, Ralph. You are. You're out of your mind. Here we are, Ralph. And the police will be here and I'm going to tell them. Tell them what? There's nothing to tell. That we killed her. We? You and I. We killed Aunt Evelyn and tried to make it look as though a robbery did it. Elizabeth, We had to do it because we're in love and Aunt Evelyn stood in our way. That's what I'll tell them. And they'll believe me. If they do, they'll send you to the electric chair. You too, Ralph. They'll send you too. So I don't care. If you go to the electric chair with me, I don't care. Don't be a fool, Elizabeth. Close that door and listen to me. No! Close that door! No! Now, you listen to me, you little fool. I'm going to tell them. Oh, no, you're not. You You're not. Where are you taking me? I don't know where we're going. We're going to keep driving until you come to your senses. Let me out of this car. Now you listen to me, you little fool. Let me out. Good Lord, Elizabeth. What's the matter with you? Why are you doing this? Why did you let me think you were in love with Elizabeth, me? Elizabeth, I tell you, I... You knew I loved you. You must have known. You're out of your mind. Stop this car. Stop this. Elizabeth, let go of the wheel. Uh, let go. You crazy fool. You're going to hit that truck. Elizabeth, let go. Ah! This is Lieutenant Wagon. What? Are they badly hurt? I see. Where? The Uptown Emergency Hospital. Yes, I've got it. Get right away. What is it, Bill? Pam, Jerry, uh, you too, Wells. Come on, I'll tell you on the way. I just hope we get there in time. I've got to talk to her. It's my only chance, now, Lieutenant. She died five minutes after giving me her statement. And you killed her. You're just as responsible for her death as you are, Ron Evelyn. Lieutenant, you, you can't believe this. Miss Wells' statement makes the picture pretty clear, Jarvis. 
A beautiful young girl comes into your home. You fall in love. No. So when you look at your wife, all you can see is an invalid, a burden you want to get rid of. No, I loved Evelyn. Elizabeth meant nothing to me. I had no idea that she was weaving these fantastic ideas of hers. I suppose that's why you and she were running away together, because she meant nothing to you. But we weren't, I tell you, we weren't. That isn't what Miss Wells' statement says. I don't care what her statement says. She called me, she said she'd pick me up in front of my office and hung up before I could stop her. I wouldn't want to have to tell that story to a jury. But it's true. Bill. Yes, sir. Aren't you forgetting something? What? The man that Pam and I saw running out of the Jarvis house. What about him, Jerry? He must have been the murderer. So? And the man who slugged Elizabeth. Well, what's your point, Jerry? We found Elizabeth unconscious. And believe me, that wasn't a fake or her imagination. And if Ralph and Elizabeth were in on the murder together, he wouldn't have had to knock her out. No, Jerry's right. Well, I... And another thing. Ralph, where is your office? You know where it is. Corner of Madison. Jerry, you're right. Ralph couldn't possibly have got from his house on 51st Street to his office between the time we saw that man running out of the house and the time Elizabeth must have telephoned him. Well, then, and who was the man in the house? You know who it was, Wells. It was you. Look out, Bill. Oh, you're not taking me. He's <laughs> open the window. Captain Jerry. Hey, I've got him, Bill. Let me go. Oh, now, just relax, Wells. Relax. <laughs> the only place you're going is out. Yeah. Don't bother to bring him to, Jerry. He's in no hurry to get where he's going. Are you tired, darling? Oh, a little. Come on. Why don't you put your head on my shoulder and take a nap? Oh, no, I'm not that tired. <laughs> I should think you would be. We've been up all night. Well, for heaven's sake, that's nothing. My goodness, I used to go to parties and dances and stuff all night and then work the next day and go to another dance that evening. Yes, dear, but uh, you were a little younger then. You made me sound like an old woman. I'll have you know that I'm just as young as I ever was. So on the mind. A person just as young as I feel. I feel fine. Just I... I feel jail. Die, darling. sure to have more exciting adventures next week. Listen in, won't you? There's always mystery well sprinkled with humor on Mr. and Mrs. North. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.